Hey everyone, welcome to episode 28. Um, Before we even kick things off, before we even dive into things, I just wanted to take a moment to celebrate a win with you. We have officially hit 500 downloads and this for me is a huge milestone because if you reverse back to episode one, you would have heard me talk about how afraid I was to bring my voice to the podcasting world because of all the stories and the beliefs that I had about, you know, I don't like my voice, I am not expert enough, I don't know enough to be able to continue publishing episodes, and here we are on episode 28, and we've received 500 downloads. And so I just wanted to celebrate that with each and every one of you guys and to also just extend my sincerest appreciation for each and every one of you who has been here supporting the podcast, uh, spending your Tuesday mornings with me, and just also for those of you who have taken the time out of your busy schedule to leave reviews and to share the podcast with a friend and to even just reach out and let me know what has been landing for you. As I've come to learn, um, words of affirmation and acts of service are my love languages. And so It means the world to me. It means more than I can ever express in the form of spoken words. But I do want to just say thank you to each and every one of you for being here and just for being amazing, amazing supporters. Um, I'm glad that things have been helping. And today's topic, I think, will be no different from all of the other topics that we've been talking about. And before I even talk into the number one problem that I see happen with so many young entrepreneurs when we're first starting out is I just wanted to say that anything that I am bringing to this podcast is not from a place of I'm better than you, or anything like that. No, in fact, I bring these things to the platform because these were the fall on my face moments. These were the moments where I, you know, skinned my knees in the game, learning from my mistakes. So anything that I speak into comes from a place of I have fallen on my face, I've scraped my knees, I've scraped my palms, scraped my elbows, and I'm here to tell the tale so that you can learn from it and possibly even just avoid making the same mistakes that I've made. And one of the biggest mistakes that I made very early on was this fear and this avoidance of defining my dream, defining what I wanted. And when I say defining, what I mean by that is by detailing it out, by painting a very vivid picture 
on a piece of paper of what exactly I wanted. And I remember this anxiety where my coach would ask me, okay, what do you want? And that question, if you've ever been asked that question on the spot, ask yourself, can you answer that question as if a movie were playing on a video recording? That's what my coach was really pushing me to do. And for me, that was extremely triggering and it was extremely anxiety inducing. And the reason it was is because I would tell her I want financial freedom or I want the freedom to work from anywhere. And while that was a great start to understand what I wanted, she was pushing me for details. Like she wanted to know, okay, how much are you making every year? How many hours are you working? Um, do Where are you living? How many one-on-one clients are you taking? Are you doing a group coaching program? And these were overwhelming to me because I had never sat down and asked myself any of these questions to that much detail. And there was a reason why I had never done that. And chances are, if you've been asked that question, what do you want? You've probably answered with financial freedom or I want to create more impact. And while that is a great place to start, it is not detailed enough. And I learned this the hard way. Because those were my answers that I started with. And my coach would then continue asking, okay, uh, define that, define that, define that. And it was extremely difficult for me to answer, not because I didn't know, but it's more because I didn't trust it. I didn't trust my dream. And I see this happen so often with Everyone who walks through my doors, um, anyone who gets on a call with me to see if we are a good fit to coach together, and even every single one of my clients, when I have walked them through a similar exercise, um, which I call it starting with the end in mind, each and every person has answered me with, I don't know. Or they've answered me with the umbrella terms like financial freedom and more impact. And when I ask them what that means and to paint that picture for me, they answer, I don't know. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know is our brain's cop out. And I learned this where the brain will immediately jump to the conclusion of I don't know because it's a way for you to stop digging to uh, it's like, you know, on the pressure cookers, the pressure cookers have that safety release valve where it lets out some built up steam. And that is exactly what the phrase I don't know does for our brains is it allows it to get off the hook to try to continue pushing through to get a breakthrough. It doesn't want you to dig there because 
the brain, remember, the brain is only there for one thing, to keep you safe, to keep you alive. And so guess what? If you're trying to dream, your brain is going to tell you you don't know the answer because it doesn't want you to continue dreaming. It doesn't care about what you want. It cares about one thing and one thing only, keeping you safe. And how does it do that? Well, it keeps you safe by utilizing past experiences or things that you've observed in your family um, or among your teachers and friends. And it uses all of those data points to formulate beliefs. And those beliefs then become the lens of which you believe what's possible. And so if you're dreaming, then the chances are you're dreaming because you don't have that yet. And if you don't have that yet, then the chances are your beliefs probably don't align with what you are dreaming of. And so this is why our brains will immediately jump to, I don't know, because it's a way for you to stop, um, to stop butting up against that glass ceiling, so to speak. Because if you're dreaming and you're thinking of doing things differently, then the brain is telling you that this is going to possibly put you at risk of, you know, being embarrassed or failing or losing safety. And these are all things that the brain does not like. And so I don't know is a great indicator to continue digging that there actually is in your heart of hearts an answer that you already do know but that you just don't trust because your brain is telling you it's not possible. It's not possible based off the data points that you have experienced up until this point in life, right? And where I see the number one mistake happen is people stop short. They hear the term, I don't know, in their internal dialogue, and they stop digging. And they continue with the busy work instead of slowing down to speed up. And, you know, people have asked me, what do you mean by slow down to speed up? And what I mean by that is slowing down enough to hear what the dialogue is so that you can get your foot off the brake and accelerate rather than trying to accelerate with your foot on the brake where you're just going to spin out, right? If you don't know what financial freedom looks like, how will you know you ever got there? If you don't know what it is you're working towards, how will you know that you have been successful, right? And so... I really push each and every one of my clients to tell me at their heart of hearts what they want. And the reason people say vague terms like financial freedom is what I've seen as this fear of disappointment. And I know it's a fear of disappointment because 
when I continue probing and I continue asking, okay, let's define that number, they'll usually pause for a moment and then they'll say something along the lines of, uh, well, realistically, I could probably create, you know, um, 60K in my business. Uh, you know, I just, I, I don't really care about the number. I care more about the time freedom. Or they'll tell me that, you know, I want this number, but I'm not sure that I can create that. So I don't know. And that in itself tells me everything I need to know. It tells me everything I need to know because if they're using the term realistic, then that typically means that they are not allowing themselves to say the number that they want, which oftentimes is higher than 60K. Oftentimes it's like more like 100 to 200K. And yet they're so afraid to say it because they're afraid to declare it. They're afraid to um, define it for their brain out of fear that this might not be possible, this might be a stretch goal, and therefore could lead to disappointment. And when I ask them, okay, well, is that what you want on your heart of hearts or is it higher? They, 100% of the time, Tell me it's higher. And so why is it that we are so afraid to define our dreams, to declare it from the rooftops, to speak it into existence um, with intentionality that this is happening? Well, the reason that happens is because chances are that you are one of the only entrepreneurs in your families or you're one of the minorities. And so... You are looking at, you know, the experiences that you grew up with and you're comparing it to where you're trying to go and the brain is computing it as uh, this might not be possible. Like how, if you start hearing all these how questions, that's a great indicator that your brain is really butting up against a belief that you hold about what's possible based off what you have observed your entire life up until this point. And so what keeps people stuck from declaring their dream, from defining it, is not so much because they don't know. It's more a matter of they know they're just afraid to speak it out loud because that means they might have to do it. That means that they have to take risks. That means they have to take action. And therefore, according to the brain and their beliefs of what they believe is possible, this is risky behavior. This is entering into the fog. This is entering into the unknown, which our brains do not like. Our brains love predictability and up until this point, it's never seen that level of income or it's never seen like what you want in your heart of hearts. And so the, the 
the question it starts to formulate is how will we get there? And what if we don't get there? Then, you know, what will that mean? And so it becomes this fear of failure. And it's not so much a fear of failure, but it's a fear of disappointment. And so I see so many people avoiding defining their dreams because of this fear of disappointment. Like they don't want to be disappointed. And so it's a safety zone. It's a comfort zone to just stay in an umbrella term of financial freedom. And here's why that's a big problem. That's a big problem because as you've heard me talk up until this point, The brain doesn't like unknowns. It doesn't like ambiguity. It doesn't like, um, you know, being in scenarios that it's never experienced. And that's why we feel all of the fight, flight, and freeze responses when we are in those scenarios. And so it makes it actually worse to not define your dream. Because when you use big terms like, Um, It's similar to like if you said, I want to lose weight. How successful is that term or is that as a goal? Usually it's not. And it's not because it allows your brain to be running on autopilot. It allows your brain to be um, the subconscious to be running the show. And so any beliefs that you've created up until this point will run 90% of your actions. And so when we do not take the time to get uncomfortable, to lean into that discomfort and really slow down to hear, okay, why am I feeling this way? Then we actually are making that worse because we're keeping it unknown and we're keeping it vague. And so it's similar to as if you were just shooting a dart in the dark. And that to the brain is risky. And so one of the biggest things that I can encourage each and every one of you to take the time to do is to sit down and to lean into that discomfort, right? Logically, you know you're safe, even though it feels uncomfortable, But it's about leaning into that and getting curious as to what's coming up around wanting what you want. Because that'll be a great indicator of what you're actually afraid of. Right? You're not actually afraid of the number because it's just a number. It's arbitrary. But you're afraid of what that number might mean. You're afraid of what that number might mean if you don't hit it. That is really what is behind fear. It's not so much the number itself or the act itself. It's more the matter of what it'll mean if it doesn't work out. What the brain is making it mean about you. And so... One of the biggest exercises that I give to each and every one of my clients and that I'm going to bring here to the podcast is to start with the end in mind. And it gets to be fun, right? It gets to be something where, you know, 
take five minutes or 10 minutes every day to just dream a little, to just start asking yourself, if I could wave a magic wand or, you know, get unlimited wishes from a genie, what would I want? What would I want? And allow yourself to play and not know and to really just enter with childlike curiosity rather than needing to get this right. Because if it's a need to get things right, then again, that's a survival mechanism, right? Perfection is a survival mechanism to avoid criticism, to avoid um, failure, to avoid mistakes. And so what would happen if you approached it with playfulness? And the more detailed you can get, the more at ease your brain starts to become because you start creating tangible things that the brain can see, okay, well, if we were to hit 100K and we did it by doing X, Y, and Z, then I would need to take these steps. And so you start actually alleviating the brain of some of the overwhelm because you start giving it a tangible picture of what it could look like And so the brain starts saying, okay, I can do that. And this is why it's so important to take the time to really outline and define and detail and paint that beautiful picture that you see behind your eyes in detail, right? I tell my clients, write it as if, you know, you were watching a documentary of a video unfolding, um, of your life in the future, right? What would it look like? What would it feel like? What would it feel like to watch that? And so this is one of the exercises I'm going to encourage each and every one of you to try out. And if you're having a hard time with this because you're feeling that resistance or you're feeling um, you're like you're not quite sure what you're feeling, but it you can feel it in your chest or your stomach or your throat, then the chances are you have a belief there that is keeping you stuck. And if you are struggling with this and you're struggling to to be able to define the dream and being able to believe in the possibility of that dream, then that's where I come in. That's exactly what I help each and every one of my clients do is to be able to recognize what's getting in the way so that they can take their foot off the brake and go after their dreams with speed, right? To remove what's blocking them. And that's what I'm here to offer you as well. So if this is something that you want to dive deeper in, then you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Rihanna Mulcahy. Uh, My name is spelled in the show notes. And so if you find me on Instagram, go ahead and send me a DM. This is something that I love talking to people about because look, everything that you see behind your eyes wasn't a coincidence of why you want what you want. It was put on your heart for a reason. And so this is something that I'm very passionate about is giving each and every one of you the tools to be able to have 
all of that because you do deserve to have it all. And it's just a matter of we sometimes need to unlearn the things that have, you know, made us believe that we don't deserve it. Oftentimes, it's a lot of lessons we've learned in life. So this is what um, I had for you guys today is to start with the end in mind. So try it out. See what comes up for you. See um, if there are stories that are keeping you stuck. And I'm here for each and every one of you. Uh, You can send me a message. And other than that, keep dreaming big. And again, thank you to each and every one of you for being here with me on every Tuesday. I appreciate you guys and I will see you guys on the next episode. All right. Talk then. Bye.